Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show for those who can never know enough about history. I'm Gabe Lussier, and in this episode, we're looking at an unusual wartime experiment in animation, one that explored the unique traditions and cultures of Latin America through the eyes of Donald Duck. The day was December 21st, 1944. Walt Disney's seventh animated feature, The Three Caballeros, had its world premiere in Mexico City. The 71-minute film was directed by Norm Ferguson and was released to theaters in the United States on February 3, 1945. It has the distinction of being one of the earliest feature-length films to combine animation with live actors, as well as being one of the strangest, most experimental movies that Disney ever made. For the uninitiated, the characters who make up the title trio are Donald Duck, Jose Carioca, and Panchito Pistolis. You're likely familiar with Donald, who was celebrating his 10th birthday the year of the film's release. As for Jose Carioca, he's a green Brazilian parrot and an old pal of Donald. He made his screen debut two years earlier in Saludos Amigos, 
another Disney movie centered on South America. Jose is basically the opposite of his clumsy, quick-tempered friend. He's clever, stylish, and loves to dance the samba. The last and probably least known caballero is Panchito Pistolis, an energetic rooster from Mexico. His role largely consisted of playing guitar and firing his twin pistols into the air with reckless abandon. Panchito's trigger-happy depiction played into stereotypes about Mexican bandits, but the character only fired his guns in celebration and was just as friendly and fun-loving as his unarmed companions. When the three friends finally get together more than halfway through the movie, they declare themselves the Three Caballeros and even sing a song to help get the point across. We're three happy chappies with snappy serapies. You'll find us beneath our sombreros. <laughs> We're brave and we'll stay so. We're bright as a peso. <laughs> we say so, the Three Caballeros. The Three Caballeros was the second of six package films released by the Disney studio in the 1940s. Unlike a single narrative film, like Pinocchio or Bambi, a package film is made up of multiple short segments that were only connected by a common theme or frame story. In the case of the Three Caballeros, the framing device is Donald Duck's birthday. As he opens the various presents sent to him by his friends in Latin America, the segments flow from one to the next. For example, the first gift Donald receives is a film projector, and he uses it, along with the audience, to watch two standalone cartoons. The shorts, titled The Cold-Blooded Penguin and The Flying Gauchito, both fit the film's South American themes, but otherwise have nothing to do with each other or with the rest of the movie. Once the film reel ends, Donald sets the projector aside, moves on to his next gift, and a new segment begins from there. Interspersed throughout the animation is live-action footage of Latin American countries, singers, and dancers. For instance, when Panchito arrives to give his gift, he takes Donald and Jose on a flying serape tour of real-life locations in Mexico, including... Pazcuero, Veracruz, and Acapulco. There's also a sequence where Donald and Jose dance with Aurora Miranda, the sister of Hollywood star Carmen Miranda. In a running gag, Donald develops a hopeless and somewhat disturbing crush on Aurora, not to mention every other woman he crosses paths with in the movie. Aside from the title song, the film also features English-language versions of the popular bolero song You Belong to My Heart, as well as the famous Brazilian song Bahia. It was nominated for two Academy Awards that year, for Best Sound and Best Score, but it didn't win either. As you've probably guessed, the movie was a little outside the wheelhouse of the early Disney studio, which at the time had mostly looked to European fairy tales and American children's books for inspiration. That's because The Three Caballeros was produced, along with Saludos Amigos before it, as part of a so-called goodwill tour of Latin America 
that had been commissioned by the U.S. Department of State. In the early 1940s, after the country officially joined the fight in World War II, the U.S. military actually took control of Disney Studios for a time. The animators spent the next few years making training films and propaganda cartoons for the war effort, many of which ranged from hilarious to haunting. Around the same time, Walt and a few of his most trusted animators were asked to embark on a government-sponsored goodwill tour to countries such as Chile, Brazil, and Mexico. The goal was to use Walt Disney's celebrity to help discourage people in Central and South American countries from siding with the Axis powers. It's a somewhat insulting idea that the public needed to be plied with cartoons in order to not side with Nazi Germany, but the effort did at least bring some much-needed diversity to children's cartoons. Given the time period and the people involved in the project, there are a few moments that portray minorities in a disrespectful light by today's standards. But it's clear throughout that the filmmakers wanted to portray Central and South America as fun, vibrant, modern communities, and on that front, they succeed with flying colors. Another positive outcome of the experiment is that Jose and Panchito were big hits in their home countries. In Brazil, Jose went on to star in his own long-running comic series, where he's known more commonly as Zé, a more familiar form of the Portuguese name Jose. Panchito boasted similar popularity in Mexico, and the character was actually used as the mascot of the Mexican Esquadron 201 Fighter Squadron during World War II. He was commonly painted on the nose of their fighter planes. The movie itself was a modest success for the Disney studio upon its release, but it gained a cult following over the years, particularly for a few sequences that are borderline psychedelic. The last of the movie's segments is actually titled Donald's Surreal Reverie, and believe me, it lives up to the title. The Three Caballeros was re-released to theaters in 1977 to capitalize on its newfound notoriety and its characters have gone on to appear in a number of high-profile projects since then. The band reunited in Disney's House of Mouse show in the early 2000s, and then again in the 2017 DuckTales reboot. The trio also star in their own boat ride at the Mexico Pavilion of the Epcot Theme Park in Florida. And in 2018, they headlined a one-season show of their own called Legend of the Three Caballeros. The original movie may not be the most consistent or coherent film in the Disney canon, but it makes up for those shortcomings with its striking visuals, catchy music, and bold mix of live action and animation. Thanks to streaming, the movie is easier to watch than ever before. If you're in the mood for something fun, festive, and wholly original, the Three Caballeros definitely fits the bill. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about film history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. 
thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.